Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Hope everybody's having a great Tuesday morning. It is uh, the 9th of August, and we are just rolling through uh, August um, and uh, Q3. Almost almost halfway through Q3. Am I right about that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it is going by way too fast. Um, I know everybody says that. And um, especially when you age, when you get older, it goes way faster for some reason. I don't know why. I digress. So today I kind of teased it last week, but on Tuesdays, I'm going to start going through a new series. And I talked about anatomy of a sale last week. Tuesdays are going to be anatomy of a loss. I'm going to break down some of my failures in the industry. And, and the reason why I'm doing this is because I want you to understand, first of all, people can be wildly successful and have a lot of failures. Those who say they never fail and they're perfect, those are the ones to be really worried about taking any advice from them. And I'll tell you why I failed. And just so you know, just because I failed, I always saw failure as the step towards success because I never allowed myself to make the same mistake twice. I always learned from it. And just so you know, when you're in outside sales, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're in business, you're going to make a lot of mistakes because it's very difficult. There's so many moving pieces and there's so many variables that you don't even necessarily think about. So don't worry about making mistakes. Mistakes are going to happen. Just pivot. Think about what mistake you made and just don't make that same mistake twice. That's growth. So the anatomy of a loss is just basically that. Why I believe I missed out on the deals and what you can learn from that. So I'm going to go back to the biggest loss of my career. And it wasn't in sales. It was when I was a minor league baseball player, when I was a professional baseball player. So the first thing, and a lot of the failure was not knowing what I didn't know at the time. Okay. And I don't talk to baseball players and baseball really has been something of my past. I don't, I don't go hitting. I don't throw baseball around. I kind of hung up the cleats, hung up the bat, hung up the ball around 25. And so for the last 18 years, I have done really nothing with the sport. I gave some of my equipment to my nephew who's 10. He's in, um, traveler baseball. You know, he's in doing all these tournaments every weekend year round, so I gave some of my equipment to him. And the reason why I say it's the biggest loss of my career was not so much the fact that I failed in baseball. It's that I failed to prepare for what if baseball didn't work. My entire life had led towards baseball. I wanted to be a big leaguer. I wanted to play in the major leagues. I wanted to have a long, successful career. It's all I ever wanted to do. That's what I trained for but I never had a backup plan. I always told my parents and they stressed it. They, there were so many arguments or so many fights about, well, what are you going to do if baseball doesn't work out? I said, it's going to work out. I had no doubt in my mind that I was going to make it to the big leagues. I had the raw ability. I just wasn't good enough. I didn't perform when I needed to perform. And I was lacking in practice of certain skills. 
And it was very evident when I had that one season in the Atlanta Braves organization. When I'm seeing the talent level, the skill level, the nuance level of some of these kids from Latin countries or even some of these high school kids across the country. Those are the little things. And these are things that weren't stressed by my college coaches. You know, college coaches about winning ball games. It's not necessarily about development. The minor leagues is about development. Professional baseball is about development. And I didn't realize just going to college and doing what the coaches said and lifting weights and doing cage work, that doesn't necessarily get you to the big leagues. And I didn't really try to build a network of people. I didn't reach out to people from William and Mary, where I went to school, that made it to minor leagues. I didn't ask them what I should be doing. I kind of was in my own little bubble, in my own little world. I just thought that if I went out there and I just performed on the field, that I would just keep getting better and I would keep getting better and I would keep getting better because I had talent. And that doesn't work. And that really is where I failed. I failed because I just kind of went with the flow. I trained just hard enough. I didn't realize I wasn't training nearly. I, I was not training hard enough. I, I trained just enough to appease college coaches and to perform on the college level. I didn't realize that I needed to work harder. I didn't realize I needed to work smarter. I didn't realize that I needed to network and reach out and not be so isolationist. And I didn't understand that that was why I failed. Only in retrospect did I realize that's why I failed. And only did I realize that when I also realized that is why I failed in one of my first sales positions, not with enterprise, but I, I, I failed and I was really in a rough spot with the first pharmaceutical company that I worked with. I felt lost and I was sitting back and waiting for somebody to help me. So this anatomy of a loss, it ties together with my baseball career and then it ties together with my first job in the pharmaceutical space. I was just doing what I was being told. I wasn't taking uh, charge of my career. I wasn't trained properly. The manager that hired me was fired after a year. He never, he never did anything to help me. And that's okay. Look, I don't, I don't have any ill will towards anybody because it's not necessarily your manager's responsibility to hold your hand. You need to take ownership of your career. And that's some of the advice that I give any person that I talk to now. Take ownership of your career and start seeking out people, reach out to people, start asking questions, ask to be a mentor, ask for help, go the extra mile. I didn't do that in my baseball career and I didn't realize until I went through these struggles, that that's, that's what it was. The only times that I've really failed in my career, and I look at it as a failure, is when 
and I'm not talking about specific deals. Those are different. Those are sometimes being overly aggressive, not being aggressive enough. Um, there's nuance when you lose a sale. And I don't believe that the sales that kind of slipped through my fingers or that I lost were habitual. Some of them were unique. Some of them were things I just hadn't experienced before, like a pandemic. <laughs> I lost a lot of deals because of the pandemic. And I'll talk about that in later weeks. But the failure that I had in baseball was just kind of going with what I was told and not seeking any more information, not educating myself to the ecosystem of baseball and just kind of, all right, well, I'm just going to go hit on a tee and I'm just going to, you know, work out and I'm going to do this and that thinking that was enough. It wasn't. And the same thing in my sales career, just sitting back and waiting for a company to tell me what to do. That's where I failed. I had poor leadership, but that's, you don't want to compound an issue when you're working for a company that has poor leadership by sitting back and doing nothing. But it was a really rough time in my career because I felt lost. I was just de depressed, not like depression, but I just, my mood was low. There was no hope. And I don't want anybody to go through that. The best way and what I would tell my past self, start reaching out to people, reach out to people on the in the industry, reach out to your friends, start having conversations about these topics. But you have to take control of your sales career. Don't be a passenger, be the driver. That's the takeaway from this loss. I wasn't a driver in my baseball career. I still got a chance to play two years in the minors and I had one year in the Atlanta Braves organization. But I believe if I had been a driver of my baseball career, I would have had a much longer career. Who knows? Sky was the limit. I had ability. I had raw talent. I had raw ability. It's just I wasn't a driver. And so I didn't get a chance to develop those skills and flush those skills out fully. The same can be said early on in my, in my medical career. When I started to figure things out, you know, the 2012, 2013 and beyond, when I started to figure things out, it's amazing how my life changed. So that's the advice that I would give you right now is be the driver, be the driver of your sales career, not a passenger. Thank you so much for listening. Um, share this with any like-minded individuals really do appreciate that. Let me know what you think. Uh, I'm going to be doing, so as a reminder, uh, Tuesdays are going to be anatomy of a loss for the next several weeks. Wednesdays are going to be random topics. I don't know if I have anything for Wednesdays, but then Thursdays are going to be the featured guests. You're going to love the featured guests this week. It's author and sales leader, Andy Paul, very smart guy, um, thought leader in the sales space very intelligent, um, just simplifies the sales process and in a way that's almost scary. <laughs> and uh, as he says, sales is simple, doesn't necessarily make it easy. And then on Fridays is going to be a, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wednesdays are going to be anatomy of a sale. That's what it was. Okay. Tuesday's anatomy of a loss. So what, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to set up a loss 
and then on Wednesday, a win. And then there's a double win by having these amazing guests on Thursday. And then Friday is going to be my rants. And these rants are going to be, they're actually what is resonating the most with people is people just love when, when I'm just ranting about the sales industry, things that really have bothered me, annoy me. Uh, so Friday will be rants. And then Monday will be um, various topics. Uh, I don't necessarily want to have every single week scripted because then it's going to be very repetitive. But I think right now, anatomy for a loss on Tuesdays, anatomy of a win on Wednesdays, those are things you can take to the field and actionable and you can learn from my mistakes and you can learn from my success. And hopefully you'll glean something off of each one of these that you can take into your sales career. And then on Thursday, you're just going to get smarter. That's just what it is. Um, very excited for the people that I'm interviewing now. Oh my gosh. Um, some of these guests are amazing, absolutely amazing. And I can't wait to interview my next round uh, of people because these are, these are highly successful, successful people in the sales world. So that's kind of what's on tap for the next couple of weeks. Please reach out to the show, Mike at Surviving Outside Sales. If you have any questions, you have any recommendations, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Mike O'Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. Love hearing from anybody. I uh, really do appreciate that. Uh, download the show so you can listen to it whenever you want and uh, share it with a friend and hit the uh, little bell so you can be alerted to every new episode when it is released on Spotify or Apple or wherever, whatever podcast you are using. Really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, tomorrow will be Anatomy of a Sale. Uh, should be a great episode. So uh, just continue to listen and, and share and really do appreciate that. Hope you all have a great rest of your Tuesday and uh, we'll see you next time on Surviving Outside Sales. Thank you.